coming at you live from America's podcast studio, Eric the Turf Teacher Jones. The landscape contractor and green industry platform for success. This is the Podscape, brought to you by LMN Software. And welcome, everyone, to the Podscape here on a Friday morning. We get the weekend here, and don't forget, we're going to be in Raleigh tomorrow for the Business Vision 2020 tour. I'm looking forward to that. I got a strong group of contractors signed up. We're going to spend eight hours together getting their continuing education. And this is one of the classes that's going to be taught. So if you're interested in it, we are going to discuss social media marketing right now on the Podscape sponsored by LMN Software. Before we get started today, I want to give a big shout out to LMN Software because none of this would be possible without them. I've personally been using their software in my own company, and so far it's been a complete game changer for my business. LMN is the most comprehensive landscape business management software in the industry. From budgeting, estimating, CRM, time tracking, and so much more, it's a simple do-it tool for your landscape business and provides a platform to scale your company to the next level. And the best part about LMN is they have a free version, which you can begin using today if you choose to. Just visit golmn.com forward slash free to learn more and start taking advantage of the software that's helped me grow my business into a successful, sustainable, and profitable company. That's golmn.com dot com forward slash free g-o-l-m-n dot com forward slash free eric the turf teacher jones teaching you life lessons business strategies and leadership let's grow together all right, good deal. So, what do y'all what do y'all think about when we hear the yeah. word social media marketing? What do you think that is, and how do you think that could help us as a green industry company? That's basically the first thing everybody looks up now. It is. It is. Like you know, I didn't even know the ACC tournament was going on right now tonight <laughs> until I checked Facebook and I seen everybody you know complaining about their teams and you know we're going to beat y'all and stuff like that I don't, I don't even i don't even turn the tv on and i'm like the acc tournaments this weekend and i guess it is because it is it's march madness so we get our information through these things the cell phones everybody's getting it and it's it's just one of those things that if you're not on it you're kind of out there but we've all got too much work. We can't get it done is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. It feels like, and it's like with us, I feel like we can't get it done. We can't ever get ahead, which I mean, you don't want to be ahead. I mean, you still want work coming in and stuff. Um, but with your marketing, you've got to be on the social media. You do because what do you think is going to happen when maybe the economy does start slowing down? Maybe, you know, we're seeing fuel prices go up. Maybe people aren't going to spend as much. Who do you think they're going to be hiring? Who are they going to look for to do their work if everything starts slowing down? They're going to turn to Facebook. They're going to turn to Instagram. They're going to turn to TikTok. TikTok was a big, big social media platform during COVID. Why is that? Why did you think TikTok? Yeah, have you guys ever heard of TikTok? Yeah. But it, yes. it became one of the number one things for people my age. I mean, I'm 47 years old. And the reason I heard about it was from my little girls. 
They were on TikTok. And I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, well, this could be cool. And then I started searching on TikTok, all the landscape stuff going on. And I'm like, wow. But see, parents were home. They were working from home. The kids were working from home. The, the, the kids were teaching the parents. The parents were getting on it. And then they started talking back and forth. It became a big social media platform just because of COVID. Instagram, same thing. Parents were jumping on these platforms just because they were home with their kids and they were learning about it. Grandma and grandpa got on it because they couldn't see the kids, you know, in fear of getting sick. So they started doing the social media stuff. When grandparents get on Facebook and get on Snapchat, we need to be on there with our green industry company. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. We do it. I do too much of it. But then again, I don't do enough of it. It's one of those hit and miss things. And so we'll look at our objectives and what we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about the definition of social media. We're going to introduce the platforms that we, I think, as green industry business owners should be on. We'll discuss some benefits and drawbacks of social media. I think there's more benefits than there are drawbacks. Um, some of the drawbacks could be the negative comments that we could receive from our customers. But what does that give us a chance to do? If somebody says something negative about one of your jobs or your product. To, um, it's a growth period. It's a what? The growth period. It, it, it gives you a chance yes. to respond. And, and to make it right. To make it right. And people want to see that. They want to see how you could mm -hmm. handle a negative situation. <clears throat> Uh, we'll discuss factors of content marketing. That was the subject of last week's, the, basically the content that we should be producing. Then we'll talk about the content marketing versus native, native uh, advertising. We'll discuss your social media reputation and then how to monitor it and then discuss social media conversations because there's always a conversation going on. Always, always. We'll discuss the sales and growth goals with social media, discuss calls to action, you know, like swipe up on your Instagram story uh, for people to get an offer from your company. We'll integrate uh, social media with your website. Now, it used to be websites were the thing, you know, and, and they still are. They're still a very important um, presence of your online presence, but it needs to be a base to house all your other social medias. People should be able to go to your website and then have a link to your Facebook, have a link to your Instagram, a link to your TikTok, the whole nine yards. We'll discuss organic versus inorganic. And then we'll talk about connecting with influencers. Influencers is big right now. I think it's going to decline uh, in, the, in the near future. I really do. Some people will, will disagree with me, uh, but I think... There's too many people out there that are in this industry or in another industry who aren't subject matter experts and they have a lot of followers. And when you start listening to them, they don't really know what they're talking about. And so that's kind of hurting the influencer program. And then how much time and money do I need to put into this? And how much money do you think you really need to put in to your social media marketing? Like off the top of your head, what do you think would be a good number? A month? You saying a month? Yeah. Per day, per month, per year. 
Zero. It costs you absolutely it's free. nothing. It's free. It's free. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's free. You just got to post. You got to post. And they keep changing these logarithms every single day, it seems like. So the more you post, the more you're going to have a chance of getting seen. And even people that are following you, they may not see every single post that you put up. So what do you think is the recommended amount of post you should do per day? And it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. But when you think about how long it takes you to do it, it's not that bad. They're saying for a rule of thumb, you need to post a minimum nine times a day. That's, you know, yeah, kind of. But there's easy ways to do that, you know, because you can have your script already wrote and it's cut and paste, pop it in there. It's just a matter of taking the picture. But they call it the $1.80 theory, even though it does not cost you $1.80 per post. But it's taking that nine post, which is nine, times your two cents, what's up here, your two cents, so 0.02 times 10 different hashtags. So nine times 0.02 times 10 is really the $1.80 theory that they've come up with. But it still, it doesn't cost you anything. Hashtags is like hashtag Asheville, hashtag Charlotte, hashtag Raleigh, hashtag Raleigh landscaping. You would hashtag the services that you're offering in the city or the geographic area that your company's working in. Because you want people, when they go to their social media, they're going to search hashtags. And so when they, when they search you know, Raleigh landscaping. And if you have a company in Raleigh, you know, the more posts you make with that, with that hashtag, it's going to push your post into their feed. The logarithm is going to pick it up and they're going to see it. The thing is though, people want to be educated on social media. They don't want to hear, Hey, 10% off this 15% off that they want to be educated. (laughs) The thing that we're doing this time of year, what what's what's hot to trot in in the landscape industry right now what's everybody doing beautiful day like today what were we standing behind pushing <laughs> fertilizer fertilize exactly so picking if we up sticks picking up sticks still picking up ice sticks <laughs> <laughs> but if if we were to start talking about you know the benefits of a pre-emergence and don't even mention cost to them you're going to have a homeowner that's going to be like, wow, I didn't know that. And then they're going to get a little, you know, a little interested in it. And then they're going to go to your page and then they're going to see other things. They're like, oh, well, you know, Mr. Treadway was talking about Lyman, you know, a few weeks ago. This, this guy's know what he's talking about. And so they start following. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the significant other is going to be like, I wish our yard looked like the Smiths down the street. And he's going to be like, well, sweetie, we need to call. We need to call Joseph Treadway. You know, I've seen him on Instagram. I've seen him on Facebook. This guy knows what he's talking about. And so they give you a call or they send you a direct message on the, the Instagram. And it was nothing that you had to do. That gaining that customer cost you $0. And it was your time, your effort of just making a post. And they want to see action. They want to see you in the field doing that. You know, if it's, if it's pretty turf grass, lush and green, snap a picture of it. If you're installing trees, snap a picture of it. If you're designing, doing, you know, drawing, take a picture of it. People love to see landscape plans drawn. And the, and the platforms that we have out there are so perfect for it. And I really wish, I really wish I had time to take pictures of every single thing 
I, I, that we do as a company, but it's hard to do it. It's hard to do it. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. He's loud and crazy, but I love him to death. He's always said, he said, if you could hire someone to follow you around for one year, taking pictures and videos of you. And he said, you could hire that person for 10 bucks an hour. I mean, somebody would do, do all your social media. If you could afford that, he said, you'd never have to worry about gaining another customer ever because you would be blown up on the platforms and people would be lined up wanting to hire you. That's kind of a jump to make, uh, but it would, it would be nice to see if you could do it for one month or if you could do it for, you know, a few weeks, even somebody just continuously posting what you're doing all day long and getting your name and your reputation and your brand. That's what you're trying to build with the social media marketing is your company brand. And so with online marketing, you know, it started back in the day with email. You guys get my emails and I feel like sometimes I probably bombard y'all, but then I have people that say, Hey, Eric, thanks for sending me an email. I forgot that I needed to renew my license. And, uh, but then I get people that'll email me back and say, don't ever email me again, blah, blah, blah. And get mad at me. So, uh, it's just one of those things. Every time I send it, I'm like, you know, kind of cringing when I send it out, but with our, with our landscape company, um, we just sent out a letter because I was going through our customer list. I'm like, I have less than half of our customers emails. And I'm like, what in the world? And it was because of my parents, they were a little bit old school. So it was, you know, lick the stamp, the envelope, fold the invoice and mail it. And I'm like, we need to be emailing these invoices and the ones that we do as soon as we send an invoice, we, we pretty much get paid that night. They go ahead and open their email. They're like, ah, let's go ahead and pay our, let's go ahead and pay our monthly um, landscape bill. Mm -hmm. So easy to do that. When you send the check or when you send the invoice and they got to write a check back, boom, it's, it's just one of those things. It's going to take them forever. They're going to use that 30 days. Banner ads, kind of a thing of the past, uh, but some people still do it. Um, and, and getting a little bit of success with it for landscapers, I don't think it's a good thing to do. Online events, you know, big thing right now because of COVID. People are doing you know, social media, social events. I mean, there, you know, there's, there's been wine parties via Zoom just like this because family and friends can't get together. But a lot of companies, especially if you have like a retail garden center, if you were to do a, an op a virtual open house via Zoom or a live webcam, works well. Search engine optimization works well. One of my dearest and best friends out of Greensboro, he runs a landscape business, he spends about $2,000 a month on search engine optimization. I'm like, you don't have to do that. But the work he is getting is unreal. Like, I mean, he's in Raleigh, Charlotte, Greensboro, Winston. He's back and forth every day doing estimates. And he's got about 30, 30 crew members working for him. So he's, he's putting the money out there. But if he would take that same amount of money that he's putting in that to his social media post and actually taking a little bit of money and putting it for Facebook ads or Instagram ads, he would probably triple his business because the young homeowners, they are on the social media. They're not going to Google as much. They're going to Facebook. They're searching in the Facebook search bar, not Google. Pay-per-click, we don't really worry about that because unless we do have like an online store, but then again, social media, the big, big thing. So out of this right here, 
we need social media, we need websites, and we need some email for our customers. But what's even better than email? Like this day and time, it's very similar to email. What's the one thing that the actual Venmo? Venmo, getting a month. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like a payment thing, ain't it? Yeah. Yes. You get paid right then. <laughs> yeah. I heard something else today, too. A guy that uh, we ordered some of the, the neck gaiters uh, yeah. for the guys to wear. And he was like, Do you have some other type of online payment? I'm like, Dude, I've never heard of it. I'm like, I've, I've heard of, you know, there's PayPal and then there's the, um, Oh shoot. I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many of them. I'm like, how many accounts do I need to pay? I'm like, can I not just send me an invoice through QuickBooks and I'll pay you. (laughs) But, uh, um, Oh shoot. Where was I at? Um, where was I at? Holy cow. Oh, Oh, with the email. What's, what's very, very similar to the email. Pat looks like you're getting ready to say it. It's, it's what a lot of the it was or not. <laughs> it's texting. You're texting. Text, texting. Yes. Like texting yeah, the invoice. You have a square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For payments. Yep. Yeah. Dad uses that at strawberry mm-hmm. farm square. Yep. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. texting our customers, they're saying that customers are open the text messages more so than they are emails because we've ruined email. And the email, yes. We've just ruined it. I mean, it used to be, you know, back in, what was it? I remember my first email account was when I was at App State. It was like 1994. And it was like, you read every single email that you got. And you were like tickled. You'd run, you'd run back to the dorms and say, did I get an email? Did I get an email? And you'd be kind of sad that you didn't. Now it's like when you get 500 junk emails a day, you're just dreading the, to turn the computer on. So. Mm-hmm. but customers are responding to um, to the text message so social media is any online platform with communication networking and content sharing social media marketing is using the social media platforms to market your business your services or your products now before we get into that like i said it's all about building brand it's going to be kind of hard um to kind of track where your brand is going, but we would definitely be able to track. If somebody says, Hey, I saw your Facebook post. That's why I called you. And every time we get a new customer call in, we always say, Hey, how'd you hear about us? And it's either, you know, they'll tell us, you know, it was, we saw your truck in the neighborhood or we saw your Facebook ad, uh, or we came to your strawberry farm and we took, you know, mm-hmm. grabbed one of your landscape business cards. So we're always finding that out, but we're trying to build a company landscape brand. But with these platforms, I know everything that we do right now is visual. So people love Snapchat, which is kind of slowing down because, you know, Instagram's come up with the IGTV. They've come up with the reels. They have the story posting and then TikTok look like what TikTok's doing. So I think Snap's going away very, very soon. And there'll be a day that we'll, we'll talk about remember Facebook because something else will replace it. Something else will replace it. What do you think the new next thing is? Mm. And think about our lives, and maybe not our work lives, but even in our personal lives. When we're home, the TV might be on. We're not watching TV, but what are we doing with the TV? Listening. 
We're listening to it. We're listening Scrolling. to it. Do what, Pat? Or will I'm saying I scroll. Scroll. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and phone and the TV and and the iPad, they're all there just scrolling through to see what yeah. I want to what do I want to look here to want to features. Well, you know, the only in and, and, and think about TV. When we watch TV, probably the only time that we sit down and actually watch TV is going to be live sporting events or something like the Grammys or the Emmys or something like that that is being broadcast live. If it's one of our favorite TV shows, what do we actually do with it? Do we watch it like every Monday night at 8 o'clock or do we watch it the next day like on Hulu or do we record Record it it. on our DVR? We we DVR everything so we can speed through the Mm -hmm. commercial. Yep. (laughs) But you know what? You know what they're finding out now is that people aren't scrolling or fast forwarding the, the commercials. Why is that? Because God forbid that the remote control fall off the bed <laughs> that we have to reach down there and get it. <laughs> but we're not, we're not doing that. Instead of reaching for the remote control to fast forward it, what are we reaching for? Your phone. The cell phone. The cell phone. And they're scrolling during that three-minute commercial break. And they've even tested that. Like even during the Super Bowl, like people aren't even watching the Super Bowl commercials. The the main main companies are wanting to to produce Instagram ads at the time the Super Bowl was going on at the commercial breaks, and they can tell how many people's actually seen that 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 post that they've made. People people you know we're just lazy we're just lazy we don't even want to grab them and all the all the all the the big companies that are spending money on on commercials they're like they're not fast forwarding our our commercials like well they're not actually physically fast forwarding it but they're still not watching it still not watching it um and so that's why we've got to be on there and when you start testing the post that you make if I make a post during the middle of the day not much is going to happen. If I make a post in the morning and I'm talking about with my turf teacher stuff, like, so if I make a post about a class or, or a job that we're doing or something that's kind of mainly marketing towards other landscapers, when do you think, when do you think I get the most attention or the most views? In the afternoon, after five, it's after after five, five, but also when there's two, two, two times a day. Early morning, because what do people do? The very first they thing first they wake on. up. Yeah, get on the phone. Grab that phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to to hit snooze five times. <laughs> but a lot of people, they'll lay in there. My wife, that's the first thing. She gets up, sets her alarm clock to go get a cup of coffee and come back and sit in bed for 30 minutes and go through Facebook. That's what she does. She loves doing it. Helps her wake up. I get up and you know, turn the alarm off and go right to it. But if I have a post scheduled, because you can schedule these posts to come out certain times a day. And I send out a lot of emails at seven o'clock in the morning. And so I'll do post early in the morning. That's when people are checking it. And then at night when they're sitting on the couch watching TV, again, commercial comes on, they start scrolling through their feeds. That's when people are going to, uh, to notice it. Uh, but what we want, we want brand engagement. We want branded content. 
we want people to know what it is that we do. And I know, Joseph, we talked a lot last week about what you do. You're, you're uh, into lawn maintenance, landscape maintenance, the fertility apps, um, lawn maintenance and stuff. Pat, what is it that you guys do? Uh, we're doing a lot of um, plant health care, pruning, okay. spraying, the fertilizing, and uh, also a lot of um, naturalizing environmental services. We're naturalizing, bringing things back to uh, the norm and to its native ways, things like that. Yep. And, and what you're saying right there, do you know how many people would be so interested in that right there? Just watching you work and do that type of work? I take pictures. I have for years, I've taken pictures and just post those and re and post and I take them in, I will post in sections so that they see a portion of it. It's not yeah. just all at one time. Yeah. They see a, so they have to come back and see what so it looks like. Yeah. Gotcha. What, what, That's what how you, DOT touch with us. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. What, it, what it, are you on? Are you on all the platforms or which platforms are you on? Um, mainly because of here in the mountains, mainly it is um, uh, Facebook. I have a personal, I have a business and my granddaughter helps with uh, her business. Also, she does management online. Yeah. So she sends out uh, yeah, on the Instagram and uh, the TikTok for us. Cool, cool. What What's the name of So we're doing a combination of things. What's the name of y'all's platforms? We're just the, we are. Yeah. It's what? We are native. We're double O or native scapes. Natives. Okay, okay, cool. Good deal. I'll find you after this. because mm -hmm. Native scapes. Because pruning is a dying art nobody knows how to prune anymore yes and and it would be or awesome. they don't they don't do they and for somebody to know actually how to do it and take a pair no. of corona hand pruners and, and do right by the plant would be probably some of the best content that we could put on social media and you said that was native scape mm -hmm. that's native scapes okay But yeah, any type like that, and it's like homeowners want to see that. Other landscapers want to hear that, see that, and that could actually make you become an influencer. And so, what do you think that is? There's some really good influencers out there, and there's some really bad ones. An influencer is when, like, let's say, let's take the pruning for example. If Corona, the actual company, um, the pruners, you know, the Corona brand pruners, which I love them. I love those. Yeah. Or what's the other one? Friskars or something? Yeah, they're pretty good too. Friskers. Friskers, yeah. But if they were to see you pruning and they're like, they're using another brand, we need to send them a box of our brand new stuff. And they send you a bunch of these pruners and they're like, we'll pay you to use these pruners in your videos or in your pictures. How much do you want? You've become an influencer because they, they trust in you and they see what you're doing and you're doing a good job. Then there's the ones out there. I see, I see these young guys that are 19, 20, 21 years old that have 500,000 followers and they're talking about pruning but they're cranking up the old echo 
gas powered shears and they're just cutting everything into boxes and, <laughs> and it looks horrible or they have purchased or rented a yes or purchased or rented a truck and just cut off the tops of the trees yes yep yep and a good friend of mine that's here in the mountains he lives um he lives a little bit west of Asheville, and uh he was live on instagram one day and he's like, he was talking about, you know, these yellow shrubs back here, they're blooming yellow. I don't know what name they are. And I'm like, all right, dude, it's, it's this time of year right now. And you don't know what that's blooming yellow. And he's like, I have no idea. And it was the forsythia. They were blooming yellow and they were taking hedge clippers and cutting them. Going ahead. And they cut them in half, in half. And I'm like, I don't just, he's like, well, our customer wanted to do it. I'm like, no, no customer wants you to cut their forsythia while it's blooming. It's just, it's not going. And then I seen down in Florida, this was a couple of weeks ago. There was a company and it was Mexican, Mexican petunias that were just beautiful, full of blooms. They get out the hedge clippers and they cut every single bloom off. And they're like, you know, it was, we had them scheduled to be pruned this week. And I'm like, you can't come back mm-hmm. when finished blooming, but just horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to uh, organic and inorganic. We talked a little bit about that. What, what do you think organic is, your organic reach? That would be, Joseph, if you were pushing that fertilized spreader and talking about the treatments that you're putting out, or Pat, if you're standing there and you're just talking about pruning the shrub. And you make a post, you make an organic post. You're doing your work right there on the spot. You're using those hashtags and making the post cost you nothing. Inorganic is if you're going to pay Instagram or pay Facebook to promote that post you just made. And so the last time we use it, we would spend about $7.00. And that post would get seen by a thousand people on Facebook. That's a pretty good ratio. That's a real, real good ratio. So if I wanted to pump in, let's say 50 bucks, though, that number is going to increase. The cool thing about it is you can target those neighborhoods that you would as if you were doing direct mail. You can find those neighborhoods. You can find that income level. You can find the areas that you want to work in and you can limit it to those people. So they've, they've got it where it's, you know, just like, you know, hiring a direct mail company to send it to certain neighborhoods. And that's what you want. You want it to send to the neighborhoods that you want to work in because you don't want to blast Facebook in your geographic area that might be 30 miles down the road. You don't want to go there. If you want to concentrate in an area, you can do that. And so, Facebook has become television and direct mail all in one. So the best way to hit Facebook, because that's primarily where we're going to find probably 75% of our customers, our new customers, because it's, it's people, you know, my age and above it's the grandparents. My daughters don't even know what Facebook is. You know, I've got, I've got them 14, 16 and 18. They don't even do Facebook. They're Instagram, TikTok, and still using Snapchat a little bit. But if we were to be able to take our Facebook 
But we post our videos, we take our videos and we put them on YouTube and then we share it to Facebook. That's the way that's mm-hmm. that's just the way to do it. We're hitting all platforms. Because once you once you upload a video to YouTube, it'll automatically send it to Facebook, automatically send it to Twitter, automatically send it to Tumblr. Um, the Twitter, I said Twitter, and it won't automatically post to Instagram. Instagram's the only platform that won't let you accept a post from another platform. But once you post to Instagram, it can automatically go to Facebook and automatically go to Twitter and the other platforms. Eric the Turf Teacher Jones. Teaching you life lessons, business strategies, and leadership. Let's grow together. If you're needing irrigation, landscape, or pesticide credits, check out my website at turfteacher.com. Every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m., we host Turf Talk Tuesday for pesticide credits and have online courses for both irrigation and landscape contractors. There are also several opportunities to get your credits at one of our seminars that we do throughout the southeastern United States and information on our Christmas lighting course. Check it out again at turfteacher.com. But video, people want to see video. But the thing that's going to take over video, what might you think that be? Remember, we was talking about it. When we turn the TV on, we're not watching it, but what are we doing? Scrolling with the phone. Listening. We're listening. We're listening. There's a lot of times that I, I've got... I got some favorite people that I like listening to on YouTube. I don't want to watch the video, but I will play their videos and I'll set my phone down and I will listen to, to what they have to say. One's Gary Vaynerchuk. And there's a couple architects I like following just just because they've got great advice and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to watch the video, but I can sit there and listen to it while I'm doing some computer work. Audio is the next big thing. So when it comes to having a podcast, if you did an episode once a week or once a month, you're way ahead of the game and you target the people that you want listening. If you're wanting to target homeowners about fertility apps and their turf grass, you talk about turf grass. If you're wanting to talk about pruning, you do an episode once a week or once a month or once a day if you have the time about pruning and people will listen. It costs you nothing but time. You can use anchor.fm. It's a a website, Anchor. You can record your podcast, upload it. They distribute it to all the platforms, and it'll go on their website first. Then it'll go like to Google Podcasts, and it takes a little bit to get on iTunes, but that's where most people are listening to is iTunes or either Spotify Radio. But do you know how cool it is when you can tell your customer, yeah, check out my podcast. We're on iTunes. And then they go there and they see your logo, your brand, your branded artwork, and they click play and they hear you talking about the stuff that you're a subject matter expert on. It solidifies the deal. They're like, wow, they've got a podcast. 
And that is going, that's going to, I think, ruin video because we're so busy. We're so busy in our lives. You know, we've got this, we've got to do this. We've got to do that. You know? And it's like, I never lay down before midnight and I'm up every morning before five. It's just, it's the way of the green industry. It's the way of having a family. It's the way of, you know, packing school lunches at midnight and stuff like that. So, you know, they don't have to do that. So um, we do what we have to do to keep everything going. And I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world, but it's hard to watch videos, but it's, it's easy to put in some headbuds, set your phone down and, and do a load of laundry, you know, or pack lunches or write payroll checks tonight, which I'll be doing late. <laughs> Just one of those things. So, um, and that's, that's the way it's going to happen. And so it's awesome. I don't want to, I don't want to say the word, but have y'all, y'all have one of those audio devices in your, in your homes. Looks like a little, little oh. tower. If yeah. I, I've got no. one sitting by, behind me, so yes. I'll say, if I say A L E X A, she'll start talking back to me. <laughs> but that, that's the next thing we need to look at having. When somebody asks that, you know, when they say her name and say, Hey, I need my yard cut, you want her to say, You need to call Joseph Treadway. Do you want me to call Joseph Treadway for you? Dial in Joseph Treadway's phone number. And then all through the speaker, you'll say hello. And they're like, yes, we need our grass cut. You know, I live at such and such address because that's, that's who found it. They didn't have to go to the computer. They didn't have to go to their phone and search. We're getting, like I said, we're using that phone, but then we're getting too busy that we don't want to type the stuff in. And so we're hitting Siri button, even on our iPhones and telling her what to find for us. We've got to make our company very, very visible, very visible on all those platforms. The newest platform that just came out, it's by invitation only. It's called Clubhouse. And it's a group. It's just all of these voice rooms. And when you start following people, once you create your account and stuff, and you like typing in horticulture, start typing in landscaping, you'll see all these rooms. And what it might be is a landscaper in Texas every Wednesday night has a forum, a room, and you just talk business. You just talk, and it might be 100 people in that room. And basically, it gives you a chance to network with people across the country any given time of day because there's always a, there's always a voice room open. And that'll, that's going to be super, super huge because homeowners are going to jump in on that. They're, they'll, they're going to see something about, you know, building the outdoor kitchen, you know, and if there's a, if there's a clubhouse room about that, they're going to jump into it. And so the people that are in those rooms that say, yeah, we build outdoor kitchens. We're in the greater Dallas area in Texas. Oh, well, that's where we live. You've made that connection, made that connection. So voice will take over voice will take over and beyond that. What do you think's the next, next biggest thing It's 20 years away, but it's on there because even Facebook knows that it's coming because they bought Oculus Rift, which is a video game and thing. But what do you think's the next biggest thing? And we even do it in our designs. We do some of it with our designs. Do what? Hologram. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Hologram. Yep. Virtual reality, virtual reality. It's going to be yes. the extent mm-hmm. where we can sit on our, our couch, put in contact lenses, and we're at the beach. 
or we're in Paris, France. Mm -hmm. Instead of spending all that money traveling to those places, and now with COVID probably here to stay, or there's going to be, you know, the fear of it, people aren't going to be traveling. That's just going to push those sales right up. So you can start selling virtual landscapes. I know that sounds far-fetched, but it's, we will see it in our lifetime. We might be retired, but we will hear about it. We'll be like, what are y'all talking about? Virtual reality and landscaping. But real estate brokers, they'll be the first ones on it because they are the best at marketing. They really are. They, they go all out mm -hmm. when it comes to marketing. So I love it. I love talking about it. So why should reasons. you use it? Yeah. Do that's I? one reason we bought a, I said, that's one reason we bought a, um, a drone. And yes. Yes. our granddaughter's in, um, so she learned to use the drone to show yes. the before, during, and after products. Oh, yes, yes. And people, people, when they see drone footage, they stop what they're doing and their eyes are glued to yes. it. Yes. Yep. Uh -huh. so, very good investment. Right. Very good investment. Um, but again, why should we use it? It's cheap. It costs us very little. We don't have to spend any money if we go straight organic content. But if we want to start using inorganic and paying, like I said, for seven bucks to, to reach a thousand people, that's awesome. And I tell, I told my, my best friend down in Greensboro, I'm like, dude, if you're spending 2000 bucks a month on your website, search engine optimization, what if you were to take that $2,000 and put it to Facebook ads, $2,000 divided by seven times a thousand, look how many views you would get on your post, man. I still don't know if I'm ready for that. I said, you know, I don't know about all that. Like, okay, okay. If you want to keep spending two thousand dollars a month on website, I think it's I think that money could be spent a little bit better. But tell your story online. And you're also investing you're also investing in into the future, the youth's future. You're teaching yes. them um you could get someone from schools in the photography clubs, things along that line. Yep. And you're investing in their future as well as yours. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And we hear so many people talking about, I can't find good help. I can't find good help. And they spend money advertising on monster.com. They spend money on Craigslist. If they put that money towards not Facebook, but Instagram, TikTok, and a little bit of Snapchat money, and you advertise mm -hmm. to the young yes. folks and educate them on what the green industry is, we're, we're building yes. that workforce. Because being a teacher at the college, teaching horticulture, when we have a group of high school students come through and visit, and I'm like, do you guys even know what horticulture is? And they're like, no, I have no idea what the word horticulture means. And so, and when I tell them, they're like, oh, you're the people that cut grass. I'm like, no, we do this, 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 that, that, this, this. You can go so many directions in the green industry. And I was like, I love cutting grass. I said, that's a moneymaker. That is a big money maker. And if you want to do that, you're going to make some money. But you can also do hardscapes. You can do landscape design. You can go into landscape architecture. You can build gazebos. There's so much you can do. And then they're like, wow. So that's what that's what that's what all that is. I'm like, yes. They don't even know what the green industry really consists of. Hmm. I learned yesterday, two days ago, actually. In the state of North Carolina, and this was from a, from our electrical instructor, he said, 
that in the state of North Carolina, there's a, only 150 licensed electricians that are below the age 30. There's more licensed electricians over 80 than they are under 30, with the average age being 57. He says, we are in a major crisis for electrical contractors. Electricians. It's going to be the same for us. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the same for us. And with our information that we can use on social media, document, document, document our day. And that's basically just taking a ton of pictures, what it is that you do. Taking a short video, putting it on your Instagram stories. Hey, getting ready to head out to the shop, doing this, doing that. People love it. We are reality TV. We are reality TV. I know so many people that don't even have cable because they're doing everything virtually. They're 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 streaming Netflix from their phone from their phone to the TV. My little girls have TVs in their room. I can't tell you the last time they've even turned it on. And I go in there and I tell them good night. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching Netflix. I'm like, Dad, I'm on my phone watching it. I'm like, you've got a TV right here that you don't want to turn it on. They're like, no, I'd rather watch it on my phone. Doesn't make sense. I'm still, I mean, I'd, I'd much, if I'm going to lay in bed and watch TV, I'd rather turn TV on. Big screen. <laughs> then, to hold, then to hold the phone up like this. Yeah, right. Back. Bigger the better. <laughs> yeah. I can't see because I'd be like, yeah, it needs to be big. Uh, but that's what even the, the, the younger folks are. The newly married couples, you know, or late, tw late 20s, early 30s, they're on their phones. And so they're checking us out. I mean, they really are. Because everybody wants, everybody wants that beautiful lawn. Everybody wants that, that outdoor pool or that outdoor hardscape. They may not be able to afford it, but they are watching us. And eventually, you know, it's going to hit it. They're going to hit some hard, you know, hard work always runs into good luck. And so they're going to, you know, they're going to jump into a, the next income bracket. And if they've been watching us, they're going to do it. Social media is better than HGTV. Why? Because they can watch it anytime they want to. Anytime. Do what? That's what I said. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime they can watch it. But with their social media, it's a commitment. You have to do it every single day. And I'm guilty of that. If I'm making a bunch of posts, I see my subscriber count go up. I do because I'm posting every day and I post to YouTube every day, sometimes twice a day on YouTube. When you post to YouTube, you get followers, subscribers. Guess what happens when I miss two or three days in a row? Goes down. People stop. They stop. They unsubscribe from me because they're like, this dude's not posting anymore. I'm going to just stop it. And I have two or three guys that will comment on every video I put up. If it's a lecture from the college, if it's wherever, whatever I'm doing, they're like, man, that was good. Thanks. I learned something. You got to do it every single day. And it can serve as a hub for conversation and content sharing. People contact me more through social media about these classes than they reply to the emails or picking up the phone and calling me. They'll direct message me on Instagram, Facebook, 
And I've got my mom. She's actually an administrator on my Facebook page. And she, she told me today, she said, did you respond to that guy on turf teacher page? I'm like, no, I didn't get it. She's like, he was, he was asking about the class. I'm like, all right, I better check it out. That's just the way people want to communicate. And then I love this saying right here. It's from Gary V. It says, don't act like you've made it. Talk about the journey of trying to make it. People want to see you build something. They don't want to see the lavish lifestyle. They want to see the hard work. They want to see the hustle because that's the new thing. That is the new thing. And there is a group of young folks that are into that, that hustle. They're like, if you, if you sacrifice leisure and you work 18-hour days, by the time you reach 30, you're going to have something. And I just I wish I could get my little girls to focus on that. But they, they, got, they got boys and swim team on their mind. So it'll change. It'll change. But uh, maybe if they were to find a, a decent young man, there might be three more employees for us. But they, <laughs> they probably, Dad, our boyfriends are not going to work for you. Mm. They're not, they're not going to work for you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be too hard on them. Uh, uh-huh. But our strategy, we need to use it for sales, referrals, donations, industry ranking, or use it as a more fluid two-way communication between the contractor and audience. And I think that that two-way communication is probably the most important because I would never on our page put, hey, 10% off this or 20% off this. I'm only going to educate them about what needs to be done in their yard at this moment in time. Just like in January, start talking about soil test, start talking about the benefits of Lyme, then move into February, start talking about the pre-emergent, why you should use it, what weeds it's going to prevent, and just talk about the healthy benefits of, of a lawn care fertility program. Talk about irrigation. Talk about effective and correct irrigation. Because I don't know how many times we put in an irrigation system and we go back because they call us on the service calls and you walk through the yard and you sink up to your knees because the first thing the homeowner wants to do is run it 24-7 every single day because they, they think they have to because they've spent that much money on an irrigation system and they don't want to hear run it twice a week or, you know, maximum three times a week for only so many minutes a day, they want to see, they want to see that water flowing because they've spent, you know, thousands of dollars on the irrigation. system. So got to lock it up, hide the key, make sure the controllers on the outside. If it's in the garage, the, the man of the house has got to mess with it. He's just going to be over there just all kinds of, he's going to be like crap and water's going to be coming on during the rain and it, six o'clock at night instead of six o'clock in the morning but pros again it's cheap you can be That's creative your contract do what it's what that's when you put it into your contract that you will monitor it and have it on your yes. on your uh, cell phone as to when john does is turned on and off and this will be done yes. exactly exactly but pros, pros of your social media marketing, cheap, creative. You can be heard. You can be heard. And if, trust me, if you like, if you like a little bit of um, spotlight, it, it can be fun. It can be really fun. You can target your advertising to the neighborhoods, to the people that you want to reach. I mean, you could target, you know, 
16 year olds looking for bicycles if you wanted to, or you could target 25 year olds that's just graduated college. It can get that detailed of who you're targeting your marketing to. And then you can get data. You can get data. You can go back and look at your post. And then you start noticing, huh, if I make a post on pruning, people eat that up. People watch it. If I make a post on irrigation, I didn't get as much traffic. I didn't get as many views. I didn't get as much conversation. So track that and see what's going on with, with your, uh, your posts. Your cons. Employee trust. If you're allowing your employees to use it, which my best friend down in Greensboro, he does. He requires that each one of his crew leaders go live once a day on Facebook. And he said that what it does is create like a healthy competition between the crews, you know, and especially on like his hardscape crews. And he says they call each other out when they didn't get enough work done. But I'm like, what if they were to say something that was bad or negative or political? And I said, you, you got to watch what you're saying nowadays because you don't want to offend anybody because you want to work for everybody. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. You don't want, you don't, and I mean, ACC country, look, you can't say nothing about the Tar Heels. What if you started talking good about the Blue Devils? Yeah, you're going to lose every Tar Heel as a customer. You know, yeah. that's no, I pull up and I see a Tar Heel flag hanging on the post. I'm like, man, what about those Tar Heels last night? They, they were awesome. <laughs> You know, if I see a, you know, NC State, yeah, go Wolfpack. I, you know, I know how to play. I know how to play the game to get that sale. That's what I want. Uh, cons, you like once you start it, you can't leave it alone. It's better not to have it and not do anything than to start it and then just quit. Because people are like, what? They went out of business. You know, they don't even exist anymore. It can amplify the negativity. That's why when somebody says something negative. Before you respond, just kind of cool off, think about it, and then make a post, you know, probably the next day. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. I'm, you know, I apologize for that. Uh, you know, we here at Elite Landscape, we do it this way because of this. But people want to see how you handle negative comments. You got to use that as an opportunity. As, as, you know, so I, I, I'm starting to welcoming the negative comments, which, I mean, I, I get a few here and there. But it gives me that chance to, to say, hey, I had somebody the other night was talking about, you know, he, he thought it was ridiculous that we had to pay to have a pesticide license. And he's like, you know, $75 a year, just crazy. And I'm like, look at the good that having a pesticide license does. The training that you get from the Department of Ag, the two-day pesticide school, and the CEUs that you have to get. It's everybody in the green industry. That's, that's, that's the bare minimum we should have. Is a pesticide license. And uh, he just didn't like it. He didn't like it. But then we can ruin our brand. We seriously can. Uh, one negative post uh, that you make, an accident post or whatever, uh, or if you say a cuss word or, you know, just something like that, you don't want to get caught uh, with anything negative towards your brand. But then our platforms that I think are the most important, you know, um, now, I think we need to really look at Clubhouse. We definitely need to be on TikTok. We definitely need to be on LinkedIn because if we want to work for the property management companies, the real estate brokers, LinkedIn is the Facebook for business. YouTube, YouTube is still, still very, very good. Very good. So, 
do those short videos. And the best thing about it, you know, yeah, you got the drone, Pat, and that's awesome. But then we've got the cell phones in our hands. These cell phones have better cameras than the old timey cameras that we had growing up. Yes. I mean, the pixels that we can get on a cell phone is awesome. And then we use our phone. It can automatically post to these accounts. And then Instagram, Facebook, still, mm -hmm. I do Snapchat. I do like a weekly plant quiz at the college on Snapchat because the students are still into that. Twitter, I thought Twitter was a dead art, but this whole political thing, no matter which side you're on, everybody <laughs> jumped back on Twitter for some reason. And when you start searching landscape and you start searching turf grass, there's actually people talking about that. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, Pinterest, it's good. I think if you like, if you have a, uh, a retail garden center or a nursery, or if you're a landscape architect, uh, designer, Pinterest is good for that. People like seeing it. And even blogging. If you don't want to talk and you don't want to record, you can blog. And you can blog within Facebook. You can blog in Snapchat. You can blog in Instagram. When you're typing all that text and information, cut and paste and, and type inside the description. I mean, like Instagram gives you like 5,000. I mean, not Instagram, but YouTube gives you like 5,000 words you can type in the description of your video to so have blog inside of the short video and then do a podcast podcast. You know, you don't have to see your face. If you just want to talk and you're good at communication, do that weekly podcast, do a podcast for 25 minutes a week, come out every Monday night at eight o'clock. People get used to that. Ah, yes. They got a podcast coming out tonight at eight. They look forward to that. But once you miss one, guess what? They forget about you. They forget about you. And then look at the voice skills with the, uh, again, I don't want to say her name, but the, uh, the little voice box behind me. And then doing the vlog. Vlog is a video diary. So it goes from blog, where it used to be the handwritten word, the, type, the typewriter. There was a lot of people that made a lot of money blogging uh, back when WordPress and all that was hot, when Web.0 came out. Uh, you know, everybody, the, the internet was brand new and people wrote, you know, they wrote about plants. They wrote about gardening. A lot of people made a lot of money because they got advertisements on their websites. So good, good, good stuff there. And so you can, you can write inside of a LinkedIn post, you know, as long as you're doing it every day or, you know, when, once you set your schedule and you stick to your schedule, people will know that schedule and they'll follow you. So. So guys, we've talked for an hour. You've got one continuing education unit. Good. <laughs> uh, hopefully it wasn't that bad. Was it? Was no, it I actually took notes. Yeah, you took some notes. Yes, I actually did. Oh. Cool. Yes. <laughs> well, good deal. And I, I, I learned a lot, to be honest with you. I, I, I did. Well, good deal. Joseph, I want to see you on Instagram tomorrow. Now, you won't see me on Instagram tomorrow, but, but, um, well, no. it could be Treadway Lawns or the name of your company, and it could be your wife. It could be one of your employees doing it. I doubt very. It's going to take some time. <laughs> <laughs> I am not very good with that stuff. You're you're a whole lot better than you think you are. Well, I, I well, you know, I'm. I would probably let my wife do all of it. 
because if I see something, you know, you, you know, you said earlier that you need to, if you see a, a bad comment, you need to, you know, do it the next day. Yeah. And I might not do it the next day. You, you, you just blast them <laughs> right away. <laughs> but you know, what's the, what's the one thing that we have us three right here? What do we have over a lot of people in this green industry? That's all over social media. Common sense. That's one. But I was thinking something. It was something close to that. I was getting ready to say very close to it. Experience, knowledge. We have the training. We have the experience behind us. And like I said, nothing makes me more mad than a 21 year old on there trying to sell a course on how to start a lawn care business because they have 15 yards and they've been in business one season. And they have half a million people following them. <laughs> And people are like, man, I'm learning so much from you. And then you start watching their stuff and you start seeing them call a boxwood, you know, calling a compacta holly a boxwood, you know, or, or, or just not knowing any of the plants. It's ridiculous. And then they have the yellow flower. Yeah, the yellow <laughs> flower. What's the, what is that plant? But they have Echo send, they have Echo send them the free hedge clippers. So they'll put it in their video and then they'll send them, you know, a couple thousand dollar check because they have half a million followers. They get a lot of free stuff. Yes. Yep. I had a lady yesterday call me, wanted me to plug her yard, you know, this week. And I, and, and I told her, I said, well, ma'am, I said, you really have good results in, in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, well, why can't you do it now? So I explained it to her. And she said, well, I've talked to other landscapers and they said they could do it. I said, well, ma'am, if you want them to do it, go ahead. Do it. Yeah. I said, but to me, go you're ahead. wasting your money. Mm-hmm. You're wasting your money. Yep. And she, and, and she finally just told me, she said, well, look, she said, I will call you in the fall and get it done. I said, okay. But she said, appreciates the honesty. Yeah. When you I was trying to be as honest as I could. Look. Yep. And, you know, because to me, that is, you know, you being honest and telling her, she's going to go tell, she's going to go tell somebody else. Yes. You know? Yep. I mean, she might even put that on Facebook and then they start trying to, and then her neighbor starts going, where is Joseph Treadway on Facebook? I can't find him on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I I have took notes. (laughs) I have took notes. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm learning. You are teaching me some stuff. I will say that you are. Well, you teach you. me some stuff. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, well, good deal. Well, guys, I'm if we want to wrap it up, we can wrap it up. That's yes. one hour. All right. Good deal. I appreciate it. And I'll send you these. Presents. Well, thank you. Thanks. For yes, it was. All right. You guys Perfect. take care. Thank you. See you. Bye. 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 Good night. Thank you. Bye. For more landscape business expert advice, check out golmn.com forward slash blog. And once again, a massive shout out to LMN Software for sponsoring this podcast and making it all happen. LMN is the most comprehensive landscape business management software in the industry. From budgeting, estimating, customer relationship management, time tracking, and so much more, it's the true do-it-all tool for your landscape business and provides a platform to scale your company to the next level. And the best part about LMN is that they have a free version, which you can use today if you choose to. Just visit golmn.com forward slash free to learn more and start taking advantage of the software that's helped me grow my business into a successful, sustainable 
sustainable and profitable company. That's golmn.com forward slash free. And thanks again, everyone. And I'll see you in the next lecture. And that wraps up this episode of the Podscape. Thank you so much for joining us here, guys. I love each and every one of you. Life lessons and landscape lectures brought to you by the Turf Teacher and LMN Software. We'll see you in the next episode. Turf Teacher out. <laughs>